This is The Business Machine. We talk with small business owners and entrepreneurs to get their advice on how they run their machines. These inspirational leaders share with us some of the tools they use to run their machines and talk about some of the mistakes they made along the way and what they learned. As business owners, we're all trying to fuel our machines, create a great team and put tools in place so that eventually our machines will run themselves. So get ready. Up next, the business machine is firing up. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Business Machine. Really excited to have a hometown hero here, one of my favorite players on the Spartans, and local native to Kalamazoo and rainmaker of Duckett Enterprises and much more. Todd Duckett, how you doing? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Thanks for coming on The Business Machine. Thanks for having me on The Business Machine. (laughs) So somebody comes up to you that doesn't know you, Uh hasn't heard of you. In this town, I think that would be kind of hard, but you run into people that probably don't know who you are. And they say, hey, man, what do you do? What would you tell them? What do you do? I flood, I flood the world kindness, giving and service and love and passion. And I, I would like to say that the things that my, my the way my actions are um, from a business, from a nonprofit, from, uh, from my own space, it's to inspire and uplift and ultimately show things that are possible. I saw, I saw a Will Smith interview just to show possibilities and I mean, a person like a, a Will Smith seems to be so far away that doesn't even, it's not even human. So to now be able to be back in Kalamazoo, one of the reasons why I came back to Michigan. Yeah, I was going to ask you. To be able to be back in Kalamazoo, my hometown, be able to be back in Lansing, in East Lansing, a place that is like a hometown and, and does so much, just to show people and, and old, young, adults, kids, students, what we can do out here. And together, that is, too. Yeah, so, tell you know, you had a great career at Michigan State um, and a long career, eight years in the NFL. And then you come back, and, and you've been doing this for how long now with New World Flow? Um, since about 2011, yeah. around there. And how's it going? Like, what do you think, what are some things that you've seen since you started to today that you've seen a real positive impact on? Um, I mean... As an organization, we've had we've we've done some great things, but uh, I would say ultimately, man, to be honest with you, I, the most impact has changed has been in myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, going from the world that I was in before, and we talked a little briefly about it before we got on here. Yeah. But going from a place that I was a football player, that was everything about it since I was eight years old. And then to lose that passion, to lose that desire, and then to go in a limbo space and not really know, like, I was so good at this. How <laughs> I was yeah, so now good at now what? I'm so good, and it, it worked for me. Now what? Where do you go? And then to not know, and I went through a depression for two and a half years, and to be in that space and just, like, where do you go? And then to come out of it one day, wake up alive, full of life, and then to say, all right, I think I got an idea. And then you reemerge back in the world with this idea in your head of what the potentially you could be. The new, I mean, you believe it's so strong. But then when you now present this image, this idea to the world, people look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I think, man, I, I, I don't want to say I like hearing that from you, but I, but I think... You know, when people are like, well, Todd Duckett's coming in, or, hey, yeah, Todd Duckett, he must have been great. He was in the NFL. Everything's just rosy. But, I mean, you went through a pretty rough time after you got out. Of, yeah. Out of, I mean, and yeah. how did, 
Why? I mean, what did you, how did how that did get happen? Out? <laughs> and how did you get out of it? Yeah. I mean, it just was a night and day? Cause I, yeah, I mean, it, it happened, again, my identity was a football player. Yeah. So anywhere you went, that's what they talked to you about. That's how they addressed you. And, and I mean, it was my own personal ego, my own personal battle. I mean, it's awesome to walk into an environment and say you play for this team and have that NFL shield on your yeah. back. I mean, that's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's- Especially as a kid growing up to that be your platform. Yeah, because and- the percentage of people that actually, especially from a small town. From anywhere, anywhere. anytime. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> I mean, to do that and then to one day now you go into those same environments and you don't have that that confidence to, to lean on, yeah. that, that yeah. purpose to really be. And, and we know, especially now you, once you get on the other side of sports, you couldn't tell me who the running back five, six years ago was for certain teams. No. And so now it's just like, oh, I never heard of you. And it's like, oh, that's... <laughs> I was going to add, I wonder if some of my interns in there know who you yeah, are. Yeah, so now that, that's, again, that's <laughs> like, wow, I did all this stuff. I'll just say they do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and so to get out of that yeah. and going into that dark place, I mean, you start to question everything life was and, and is. And, I mean, you don't have answers. I didn't, at least. And so for me, it became a, a real um, get in touch with my soul space and jumping into, I, I mean, there's, there's something bigger than all of us out here. Yeah. So at some point, you got to start believing something. Even, I mean, me, I had, I had a, a base in it, but you start to wander when you start to experience success and it starts to think it's all you and I'm doing this and... I mean, you're putting in a lot of hard work. You are doing a lot of it. Yeah. But so so now in the darkest of times, why would you not lay, lean on that same type of scenario? Why not have those same type of beliefs? So going into this, that darkness and being in it for a while, I ended up getting real involved into different cultures and religions. And 40-day 40 40 fast became exciting to me. It really? became a challenge. It became something that a lot of these, in, in a lot of these cultures... It's part of, it was, it was a ritual, it was a um, form of connecting, it was a form of, of, of letting go, and 40 days and 40 nights of just water, that, talk about being down and out in the darkness, and I mean, laying on my bathroom floor crying, and just... So let's back up a little bit, <laughs> I want to get this straight here. So for 40 days and 40 nights... All, all you had was water. All I had was water, <laughs> prayer, meditation, no hope. <laughs> so that, that's what did it. That it was wasn't it. just overnight. Man. No, nothing's overnight. So if anybody out there is having a hard time with their business or they're struggling, just go 40 days. If that's the route that works for you. No. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that was my path. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. And, and, and the reason why I did that was because I would emulate running backs, professional NFL running backs as a kid. Yep. And I'd emulate the way that they trained, what they ate, their life. I'm pretending I'm them as a kid in order to get and achieve what they scored touchdowns on Sunday. And so after that, when I got done playing and in my, and in my depression, what mattered to me wasn't money, wasn't touchdowns, wasn't fame. It was how could I be an asset to the community? How can I give and serve? And how could I spend time in the community the same way I did for a football game. Now, did you able were you able to find that and ask that question of yourself after, or was that during the? That whole was the question. That was that the was the question. That was, that, that's what was, that was the question. You didn't have the I didn't have the answer. I so, so how could you go and make one play, right. 
makes 80,000 people happy. I remember that. I can tell you which play. Any play. Yeah. Any play. But so now that being the case, you had to figure I had to figure out who are the people in this world who do that for people. Yeah, not athletes. Not just just now you start talking about religious figures, you're talking about world leaders, whether alive or dead, Mother Teresa's, Martin Luther King's, Malcolm X's, you're talking about Gandhi's. Now you're getting into the professionals in this world of giving and serving, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and that's funny too, because you think you you already knew that. Like you knew those people before that, but to put that, you know, but you didn't study. I didn't. I didn't study into no, their life. Fo- I mean, you had football. Though. I'm. I mean, I'm, was... I'm wondering what. What did Eddie George eat for breakfast? What did Jerome yeah, Bettis do yeah, last night? Right, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm like, Walker, what, yeah. what high school did they go to? Just what right. were their numbers as kids? Yeah. And then you say, all right. And then you go and you say, what was Gandhi like as a kid? That's interesting. I mean, your your whole. I mean, and, and as a as an adult, you stop dreaming as a kid. I mean, you got to think from eight years old. I was blessed to find the image that I wanted to be of passion and profession that I wanted to do. So every, I didn't have to worry bills. Mom's dad's paying my bills. Right. Ooh, they, I mean, so I just got to go to school. Yeah. And then after that, whatever time I have to work on my okay. craft. Yep. So now, but now you get into the real world for me now. I'm, I was at the time when we're talking, I'm 29 years old going through this. I mean, I got some bills now. I just can't go and play at the park for six hours <laughs> and work on my craft. You could. I could, but but and, and now and that's that now you know this being a business conversation too. Yeah, that's what goes into building a small business. You have to put in all of that legwork early. I mean, you could have the best million dollar idea. I mean, it could be dying. It could be gold, but you got to put in all yeah, the time well. in the beginning. But you're also in your 30s, and I don't have time to do that because I got these bills due. Yeah. I got these employees I got to play. I just do I do I have a two or three or five year window to get to where I need to do to be to actually be successful? And small businesses don't make it through that five year window. Majority of them don't yeah. because along the way something happened. Yeah, yeah. You know that's always been my fear too. And we were talking earlier that that was a dark that first when I first started because I had a regular job. Before it was not NFL football, you know. But you had a huge job. Yeah, he had a big job as a teacher. But yeah, huge, huge, and you know, and I made that transition in that first year, and still even now today, man, I I, I can't, you know, there's been days where it's frustrating, it's mm-hmm. hard, and you're like, you know, I think my biggest fear is, and I really I talked to this with my wife and some family too, and I said, you know, the, the worst that could happen, the very worst that could happen, is. Michigan Creative, and you know this is not the scenario that's actually mm-hmm. real. But the worst that could happen is the business would shut down. My staff is super talented; they would get picked up immediately. Mm-hmm. There's no question there. And I think my biggest fear was is that I'd have to show up somewhere in the same sort of business environment and be the guy that didn't make it. And that was my own. That's, and that's yeah. the worst that's that the could worst. happen. One hundred percent. That's the worst. Yeah. But still, it's scary. Man. <laughs> and you'd be the guy that didn't make it if you didn't try. So either way, you yeah. understand. You're yeah. still that guy. Yeah, that's right. So, so what? There's nothing. To, yeah. There's I no never way. had it before this. So then it would just be you know there was four years we gave it a shot. But well, no, you you you. And, but also the passion in the beginning when you were teaching it. This these same scenarios and questions yeah. came up. Yeah. But you just had the fire and the passion to push through it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid, and, and, and football is fun as a kid, and sports is fun because it goes in season. So you may go out, and one year, I mean, I I got hurt, didn't play the whole year. So, I mean, you don't play the whole year. And then it's like, then what, do you do? then what do you do? And then the next year, you start out. I mean, so, I mean, you have times that seasons, you, you, may, you may have an amazing season, win the conference, 
Next year, you can't even win a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that pushes you through. Yeah. Five. Yeah. <laughs> so now you've been running this company for a while. You also have a, the Simple Tees business, yeah, too. So yeah. let's, let's bring it back a little bit and talk about, you know, why you started Simple Tees and why New World Flood. I think we got some of that because you wanted to give back. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about what New World does specifically and yeah. how that helps both Kalamazoo and sure. here in Lansing. New World Flood, flooding the world through giving and service, a single raindrop at a time. We are a 501c3 certified nonprofit that we're, really we focus on, the, focus on the person inside out, how to make them believe in themselves. How can they have an, a belief that one action, one intention, one positive want to in the world doesn't have to be everyone has to be on your side, yeah. but you have to do it from a place that you're comfortable in, that you absolutely, absolutely believe about. And then being able to do that now and put those in positive t- directions, that's what it's all about for us. And so we'll go and we'll spread that message. We'll speak that at schools, organizations, businesses. And then we give people raindrops, like we call them, the rainmaker. That's, a, that's part of where the rainmaker comes from. But we get people to become raindrops and they can participate in different events gotcha. that we have. So just past Thanksgiving, we gave away between Kalamazoo and Lansing 1,700 Thanksgiving dinners to families in need. Yeah, I, I saw mean, you guys out there. That, yeah. was, that was huge. Yeah, it's huge. One, one, one idea, one turkey doubled over years, ends up getting up to 1,700. Uh, during the this fall, we do a back-to-school expo, give away about 2,000 backpacks. That's a huge event. That's huge. Yeah. And, and we do you do that in Kalamazoo, too? Or just nah, we're working on getting that to Kalamazoo. Right, cool. cool. Um, and uh, then we have a a battlefield a 7 on 7 flag football tournament we do different things that we would like to our goal is to get organizations together get the community together focus on an issue a a cause uplift an organization together and that shows us united that's where the flood comes in each individual raindrop together working together moving together forward that becomes a flood and, and out of all the, the different cultural um, readings that I did on, in my fast and in that space, I noticed in different cultures, majority of them, there was some type of great flood that happened. And in, in that flood, after that flood, everything was better. Everything was new. It was really? a fresh start. So the name, and to tell you a little bit about the name yeah. then, the name uh, New World Flood, it was the old world of me seeing things, the sports centers, the sports illustrators, the sweats and flip-flops and sock you know what i'm saying just everything the baller you know and then it went from that into this dark space and then coming out with a whole new perspective on possibility a whole new world of seeing what you could do and then you get into that this how are we going to do this i mean i can't do this by myself so individually we got to figure out how we can do this so what do you think? You work a lot with the schools, and you and I were talking about the Kalamazoo Promise, and we were talking about what you do for the Lansing School District. And Give us and give our audience, because I'm real passionate about the kids of today. I'm passionate about our schools in Lansing, passionate about high school students, because that's where I taught forever. But give us a sense of how they're doing, because I, I think that when you get there and when you, you give them that idea of the flood and the idea that if, even if you help one person, that's enough. Because yeah. I think kids today, I think they're afraid that if their message is not big enough and, they're, and they don't wrap their arms around big enough or they don't touch enough people, then they, what, let's not do it. Yeah. But I think your message is, hey, if you even make a difference in one person's life. So what is that light bulb when you see that? And what are some of the experiences that you've had with young people today that are able to take that raindrop and make it into yeah. the flood of their own? 
it, it makes them feel like you said, like it's possible. Yeah. It's not this huge cause We're we're out here fighting cancer. I mean, cancer affects so many people, their families, relatives, friends. How do you go out and fight this whole, how, what do you do? Yeah. So we'll do something where we'll grow our hair out, my beard and the kid's hair. And for three, four months, we're growing our hair, raising awareness. Most importantly, what we're doing is showing the impact, especially in the high school, junior highway. Yep. We're showing the impact of just waking up. What you just waking up, just being you, just believing in something, you are fighting, you're a cause, and you are having an effect. Now, what that also does to the student, especially again, the junior high, high school level, which everything is so impressionable. Oh, yeah, that's a tough time. You have a kid who is, their hair's longer, they're not looking normal. Right. And now they have to walk into their school risking being bullied, risking being talked about. To have a kid now in high school, walk into their school three months later, hair's long, people may or may not be talking, or they may be respecting, like, man, you, I see you. You are actually out here doing something. Yeah. And then for now, to see a little thing like that make a difference in a kid's life, who's, do, do I, who do I believe in? Can I trust my parents? Do I have guardians? Who, the teachers? The law enforcement? No idea, do they? Yeah. No clue. And they're yeah. trying to find the space. So that would be one seat. That's that one drop that now they're like, I, I, I did something. And then they get that haircut. We all know how we feel once we get a fresh cut. Oh, yeah. We feel good about it. Yeah. And now that takes you into, wow, well, well, what else could I do? What else is a possibility? Yeah, I was able to overcome that. And now, yep. now what? And then the sweet part, again, about that in another layer is now you're getting kids together who would never really hang out. I mean, they're on two different ends, but now they're both growing their hair out for a cause. <laughs> yeah, and these middle school and high schools can grow it just like we, you know. I mean, it's, it's and, 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 and then now the kids now have a passion about the cause, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Now it's you, the same passion they're sharing. And then you get a kid's space to be free. Yeah. The most creative ones on earth are right there. Yeah, they're right there. And now they're fighting for a cause. Yeah. They're doing it in a positive space that they can be uniquely them for yeah. the general good of everybody. I love it. Give us 10 years, man. I, I, uh, I, I think as business owners, we always have to look like, and I don't like strategic plans, stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. kind of, just that's not my thing. But I like to pretend that I could fly over Michigan Creative or whatever business that we're running, and, and this is what I see. What do you see in 10 years? 10 years. Um, 10 years from, especially from a nonprofit New World Flood standpoint. Yeah. I mean, the waters are going to rise, man. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah. Uh, 10 years, I would, I, we're gonna, would have a community center here in Lansing and a community center in Kalamazoo, and we'd have a community center in Arusha, Tanzania, Africa, being able to affect lives in 10 years. That's a good place to yeah, that'd be have, really- have three great, huge foundational imprints and, 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 and real strongholds to be able to help communities. And then in that same space, provided that, that we, we move and, and we grow in a, in a positive, proper way, being able to pro- provide other resources who are just like us, other resources to organizations yeah. that are starting. Yeah. Jump in the flood, join our flood, volunteers, opportunity, space, place, and and really just have us all being able to serve. I mean, you know, like I know, there's always going to be bad things that happen all over forever. Yep. So can we do as much as we can to have at least people in the front of their mind thinking that they can have impacts. Not necessarily always from a dollar standpoint, but that is important. Sure. But being able to give of their time, of their wisdom, of their expertise of certain areas 
to help better this environment ultimately leave for our younger generation. And I think people ultimately want to. I think one of the struggles is they don't necessarily know how or where to. No, I think they want to. It's just they don't believe in themselves that it makes sense. Oh, really? Yeah. That's going to make a difference. Yeah, Yeah. or or that it's cool, or that I'm not going to get made fun of. Really? That's the problem. Really? In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, man. I, you know, because you see there is a lot of, you know, good things that are going on too, but I don't think that we're even tapping the service of all the different ways. And I think some of it is, you're right, it's just like, that's not the thing I want to do. I don't want to be cool. I mean, I want to be It depends. Sure. I mean, it just, it just depends. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the, some of it's new, also foreign. I mean, yeah. to be able to give and serve from a, a space that... Many people haven't done that before. Yeah, yeah. To, to really, I'm doing this because I expect nothing back and I actually care. That's tough. I mean... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, and that comes with the freedom of life because having to play the sport, achieve goals, there became some type of freedom where most people live every day in survival mode. How can I? Yeah, how can right. I give to it you anything survival. if I'm trying I'm to survive? Barely, a, yeah, yeah, I'm barely, barely get out of bed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's where you you just well, yeah, give, yeah, give me yeah. an hour, give me an hour, and I don't even want your money. And I think one of the things that I like, yeah, and and I think when people do it, I've heard before, and when people do it and they they give back, it does almost more for them than it does for the people that they've given to. It does. I mean, because, I, I mean, I'm not, we all got problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say yeah. nobody's problems yeah. are worse than ever. We yeah. all got problems, but but when, when, when you get a chance to go and be amongst people, not only that you're helping, but when you're able to help with other people that are helping other people, yeah. there's some strength in that. Yeah, there sure you, is. you say, man, you know, maybe my problems aren't that maybe they are i don't know but you start and if they are that bad you have you have all these volunteers helping someone else like well maybe there's people out here who could help me yeah in this or just talking to whatever it takes so let's talk about you a little bit more too and and because you you know you went through that hard time you found a way to fix that machine and we we call this the business machine for one reason one we think that there's all these pieces that we have to put together in a machine a lot of them are people some are some's equipment for us and there's all these little pieces that we put together that gets our machine to run smoothly. Yeah. Um, but also, if you're out there in front of it all the time, like you are with Simple Tees, like you are with New Year Full, I mean, that is you. Yeah. Um, although I know you try to hide behind it. So it's <laughs> not, it's not, people don't know you're there, and that's a sign of a good CEO. But what do you do, Todd, to keep your machine, you personally, making sure you're running at its uh, best extent? Like, what? what stay focused. I mean, it, it's, it's my own my own personal workouts. Yeah. Um, not and I don't mean just in the gym. Yeah. Just routines. Because uh, the that, that word. I mean, how do you from an athlete? I mean, I my first career, my first life, if you will. Yeah. I mean, man, I I look at. The, I bet a, even working out for you was a hard transition because really, at that point, because you had a reason to work out. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, and I've had this conversation with multiple guys. Yeah. There are guys who after that's over. Who I used to go into this weight room on a regular basis. There are guys who literally will sit down at the end of the bench, put on their headphones, lay back, sit back up, and start crying. Like what? Am just, I, just why? Like in the I know guys who literally have been in the gym, did that, and walked straight out the gym because they felt that well, what am I even doing here? There's no what am I doing? For like what am I here for? Wow. Why am I getting ready to bench 400 pounds 15 I'll times? Never need to use it. And I'll, what am I doing? So so normally that say you're getting ready to do that 400 pounds, normally now you're laying back like preparing your mind like given all the reasons why this is important. Yeah. Well, like this is I'm this I got to get this because uh, uh, 
That's what I think when I go down to bench 400. That's, <laughs> I usually do it about 17 times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that, that's, a, that's a real, real conversation. Yeah, so I had to figure out the different space. And I look at the internship at, or the internship, the NFL as an internship to what's potentially what we can do. I mean, everything like that transition going from sports to, to the business world. I mean, there's, I, did, I, I completely thought I had to throw everything that I learned out the window. Everything, because yeah, it's, it's the yeah, business yeah. world now. You got to learn. There's new things you got to learn, stuff you got to know. And so I did that. And then when I got into it and I started to, like, put two and two together, yeah. the NFL is one of the biggest businesses in the world, and I was a businessman in the NFL. The only difference, only difference was I was in a room wearing sweatpants. <laughs> that's it. That's the only. I mean, because you still you're still early on time. Yep. You're still accountable for a project for a task. You still have to put that on the line. You're getting paid by your performance, and if you don't do well in the off season and the training, they're going to find a new person to replace you. Right. And you got a team. And you have. You. And then you have. If they let you down or don't do their job, then your job is that. And much then you have your own personal stuff that you're doing on the other side. That's that too, if you yeah. score a bunch of touchdowns, just a good chance to get some endorsements. Is, <laughs> I mean, and so you can score a touchdown with New World Flood, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do that all day. And so you didn't make that connection right away. Not at all. Really? Not at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you where 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 the connection absolutely connected, and where it really fulfilled the purpose of my life. And I'm working on a book for this, actually, too. Awesome. But it's that one-second catch I had against Michigan. That right there. Yeah, I remember. That was there. That right there, thinking about And this is within, like, again, 2011, just putting some ideas and thoughts together. But that right there, I remember as a kid being in my backyard with my homeboy, pretending to be Desmond Howard, catching the little <laughs> ball in the corner. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just pretending to do that. Five, four, three, you throw the ball up. And you'll do that 15, 20 times. Yeah. In the backyard, different celebration, doing all type of stuff. Yeah. And then I look up, and it's actually happening. It's you. <laughs> like, Did that go through that, your mind? Yeah, of Did course. It, really? it was like, man, this is like, you dream about this. And Here it's happening, go. I got to catch this? And then, so it happened, and then the impact, even to this day, I hear stories of a person where they were at that moment. Oh, yeah. I, I was walking to my car. I was at, I had, man, this one story that touched the heck out of me was there was this Family. The family was divided, four brothers and a father. Two brothers were Michigan State, two brothers were Michigan, other school. And other they school. went, they were, the father was in the hospital, right? So they're watching this game with the father. They, long story short, one side goes crazy, both kind of go crazy, whatever. <laughs> then the father passes the next morning. Oh. And it's just like, that's the, but they're like, to be able to share that final experience with my father. He wouldn't want it any other way. He wouldn't want it any other way. So then I'm thinking, now I'm like, man. That's as a kid, I had this dream to do something. Did it. And then I did it. And what I did in one second, in one second, impacted people that I didn't even know. Yeah. You know Michigan fans would say, you know what they're saying right now when they're listening to this? There wasn't a second. Well, and, and I would say bad things happen to good people too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm but that again, it's all I mean, yeah. I I believe that it's e- as one end is the same. I mean, there's equal ends. And, I mean, I could have dropped the ball. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, mean, I could have dropped it. Then, then everything's different. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's just, and that, and because, I mean, I'm, I'm playing next to Charles Rogers, who's arguably one of the best receivers in college football history. 
What he does is catch touchdowns. Yeah, that's his job. And the best case scenario would have been to give me the ball one yard out and yeah. hand it to me one second left. Or throw it to him. Or throw it to him. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I catch the touchdown. <laughs> you know that's what I'm amazing. saying? No, it's amazing to think about, man. I so, bet, yeah, I didn't, so now I take that right yeah, there yeah, yeah. and think that if every day you can just focus on impacting the life, whatever that is, every day you just focus on caring about somebody else, however you want to, there's going to be some day that it's ingrained in you that you're just used to holding the door open. You're just used to saying, thank you, sir. Yeah. You're just used to that, that one day you open the door for someone who possibly was going to kill themselves. And they didn't even think the world cared about them. Yeah, you know, somebody said a quote to me that was very similar to that. Every, every chance, every second is try to make, um, because they met you, make their, their days better. Yep. Because they came in. Because, and be conscious of it. Because somebody came in contact with you, they had a better day. And be conscious of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so they were talking about even the people, like I was at the hardware store today down in Frandor, and even the people that are working back there, no one probably ever even smiles at them or take, you know, says hi to them or mm-hmm. whatever, makes their day too. And just those little things are little, important. Yep. And it's not necessarily, and how they explained it to me, that it's not, it is for them mm-hmm. because you respect them, but it's also for you. It is. And that's that one second. Yeah. That's that, that one, one raindrop. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. then you get a bunch of seconds, creates time, if you will, a bunch of drops, create this flood of giving and service. That's the method. Like that's it. what my life's about. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Rainmaker. That explains it pretty, pretty well. Pretty well, man. I love it. And I love thinking about that one second. I'm going to use that. That's why I love this podcast, man, because now I get all these little gems yeah. to think about. You know, we don't like to focus on mistakes, Todd. Um, mm-hmm. You and I both talked about all the mistakes that we have. We still make mistakes every day. I, I, I always think back to when I started the company, and I, I would have started it different now. I don't know. But now I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have because I think the mistakes that we made along the way and will make has really made us who we are today. Yeah. So what's a mistake that you made in business or some things that you made that are that you would really like our listeners to go, you know what, I did this, it didn't work out? Yeah, I, I would say um, a bunch of things. <laughs> um, but I would say uh, uh, first thing that pops into my mind right now, though, is separating the line between business and friends. Yeah, and, that's a tough one. And, and that's a tough one. Especially from my space where everyone feels like they know me. Yeah, we're all your friends. And it's like, oh, man, TJ. Hey, yeah. TJ. It was funny, man. I, saw, I was at working out, and uh, I was at the MAC, and, and Denzel was there. This was after they lost the Final Four game. And I was walking up top, and I saw Denzel down below, and I had this thing where I was just like, hey, Den-. I'm like, wait, he doesn't know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you probably get so that. All the time. Yeah, so, yeah. so then you go into a business scenario, and whether it's trying to get an opportunity or it's trying to keep your cash flow, people paying you on time. There becomes a oh, he's a nice guy. They're friends. This and and now yeah. now things can suffer from that. So yeah. no matter if you have a bunch of friends or one or two, Don't. just making sure you start your business out with that being having your rules in place. Yep, and it's simple if you say it that way. And because yep. we did the same thing, and it's really simple to just say, hey, man. We just don't work with friends. We just don't. Yeah. It never yeah. works out. And yeah. then you should go, this guy's really good. Yeah. Go talk to him. Yeah. And that, people get it. They're like, oh, that's really cool. And you can do it if, you, if, if, you, if everyone's on a professional level. Yeah, right. I mean, everyone has, if everyone, and now you're having a business-to-business conversation. Yeah. You can, I mean, just like playing football, you walk in, you leave all the extra problems of friendship at the door. I mean, I had best friends I played against. But when we time to play football, 
we're going to have some troubles today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love seeing that after <laughs> big games like that, like even after the Ohio State-Michigan State game, to see some of the players yeah. who are buddies. Some of them played in high school together. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, that's where I talk about that internship before. That's what it was about. Yeah. It's nothing personal. We can still be great friends. But right now, this is something I'm representing my team, and this is what my team is doing. Yeah. And, I mean, right now we got to figure out how to make this work together. <laughs> yeah. And be able to talk later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you have to work on? I know, you know, there's always things that we have to work on. What do you think your biggest fault is? Um, just always continuing to be true to yourself. Yeah. I mean, because if, if you're doing it right, you should be evolving and growing on everything that you do. So you should be willing to step out of your shell. You should be willing to leave behind old ways. But that's hard because that's really now hard. you start to separate. Who you, so you got to continue to give yourself courage. I mean, that's why I go by Todd now and had to switch everything that, the image was about because that's not me anymore. It's still in me, but to go out into this space now, I got to be comfortable in my person. I got to be comfortable when someone sees me with my skulls and my staff and my shades on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... and yeah, because you got to let... I mean, that's It's you real. This is what it's about. So yeah. do I all of a sudden say, all right... Um, People make, think that's weird, the, so I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not going to walk in here like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, now you're not being true to yourself. Now that... I mean, the cracks... Be, then leaks start and then it's worse. So you say you evolved when you say you evolved as a person that you, I mean you're not TJ anymore. I mean you still are. I mean is there ever going to be a time people are always going to know you as yeah. that football player? Yeah, I mean I'm, it, it's but now it's, it's just you're you were that football player. And now it, you're the businessman. Yeah. Is that and it's more um, there's not it's still the same person. But like I mean I would walk into a business meeting before and it would be like oh TJ's here and we'd spend an hour talking about football. Yeah. And then the product maybe five minutes. And it's like, so you really just got me in here to talk about football yeah. real quick. So then I started to switch there, start right there. And I wouldn't get called back. I mean, things just, they not, a simple name change, letter change. Really? Change that. Yeah. And then, and then you start to get, and I don't look the same. So yeah. now you're in the conversation and they, we did work together. Or we can't. And then afterwards, they'll say something like, so is TJ your cousin, brother? <laughs> well, they were like, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll be like, you should say yeah. And then I have. <laughs> but, uh, and then they're like, well, how come you didn't say that? Because that's not what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what I'm here to talk about. And within that, again, I, what you see is who I am. There's no, no front. So Todd is what I'm about. And I, I mean, for sports things, I'll go by TJ. And that, yeah. that space, I mean, because I respect, yeah, you know, yeah. that is truth. But there's also a time and place for that for me. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I, yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, there's got, there's also got to be the other side of that. You did it though. You're yeah, doing it. So I mean, you yeah, can't play in the NFL or anything. Like that, but, but you, I mean, you, you were a teacher for 16 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. 16, and 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 that's not talking about the undergrad studies. That's yeah. not talking about all the things that you did. But I think in our field, because what I taught, and we have students, former students who work for me now too, and so we've leveraged that that relationship too. So, and I still teach. Here and there too, and I still think I've I've taken what I've learned in that career and taken it here as a business because yep. we're always teaching, always. And so always. I'm I'm blessed that my father has been at the same high school, Callum Zulori Norks, teaching really? for 45 years. Oh my gosh! My mother, before she passed, was a special ed teacher at the same high school for 30 something years. Wow! So education, I mean, so That's when you awesome said enough. 16 years. It, you're taking it like I just got up. You know what it takes. <laughs> I, yeah. mean, I grew up with these. This is yeah. so that's a big deal. And so now you went from there onto a whole nother path. Yeah, big mistake. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get. I hate this term, man. Work life balance. And the reason why I don't like work life balance is because if you like what you do, 
I mean, you are, that is your life, that is your work. I mean, but, yeah. but, but there's got to be some times where we're not always focused on what can I be doing next to help New World Flood? What can I be doing next to help Simple Tea? So how do you get that balance? And we're always uh, working on our phone. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is what you do is what you love. And, and if you're blessed enough to figure out how all your steps can be in that direction, yeah. no matter what the season is, no matter the time of day, all your steps are going that way. That's that has to be the balance. I mean, it depends on where you want to go. And I can only go from the NFL experience because I did that. I achieved it. I know it worked for me. Even when I wasn't at practice, football was in my head the whole time. Like, yeah. Thinking about teams I'm going to play, possible moves I'd want to do. Did I ice? Did I stretch? Did I eat properly? I mean, it becomes your whole thing. Now, the balance for me would be do I put as much time in the weight room as I would watching film? Yeah, what's, what's, yeah. what's and so, right. so I'm, I'm within the work life. I mean, I'm not like, and then, and within that too, there's a time to rest and do what you need to, to clear yourself to get away. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's getting a massage for your body. And I mean, it's still the, I mean, whatever, it's, it's a, a book, reading a book. Yeah. I mean, what, but it's still, I think it still is for working your mind, working yeah. your soul, and moving I, in that I didn't direction. Even, yeah, and I didn't even think about that stuff when running a business, but we were talking earlier, and running a business, to me, has been the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And when I work out, um, not benching 400, but um, I'm going to try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I work out and, and when I meditate and when I take time away from my computer and just take a walk, that's when I'm I'm best. Yep. That's when I'm best. That's when you grow. And then when I don't, like last week, I don't think I, well, no, this week I haven't worked out yet because we've been busy. Just a sorry excuse. <laughs> I don't feel as good though. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't. And so there's things that you can do and it's all about what you do and what you're going to put into it. What you it. choose. Yeah. yeah. What you choose. What yeah, you I like choose. that better. Yeah. And that's where you, that's where yeah. you choose what you want. I choose to say I'm too busy. That I, I can't choose, work out. Yeah. And, and then you figure out your passion because yeah. your passion is going to dictate the choice. Yeah. And your options at least. You might have to change your options. So let's go through these last questions really quick, man, and, and yeah. talk. And I, yeah, I know you need to get out of here real quick. I know. And, uh, no problem. Give it's us been a great, man. It's yeah, been a lot man, of fun. this is awesome. That's why I love this because I love yeah. just talking to people and it makes me feel better at the end, too, that things are going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. Yeah. So, what's your favorite quote? What's the quote? Oh, I keep this on my phone, man. Oh, I keep this on my phone. Um, it says, I was early taught to work as well as play. My life has been one long, happy holiday, full of work and full of play. I dropped the worry on the way, and God was good to me every day. I like it. I like it a lot. Work and play. Work and play, man. Balance. Work-life balance. (laughs) (laughs) If you could meet, and you could probably have dinner with anybody you wanted to, but if you could meet and have dinner with any, well, no, you can't because no one knows who you are anymore, you said, right? (laughs) Yeah. If you could meet and have dinner with any business owner, who would it be and why? Um, Or anybody, man. That's a great question. Um, who and why? I would say, and have a business conversation with them. No, just have dinner with with somebody if you could. If uh, I would say Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. So Jay Z, I know you listen to this podcast, man. We got Todd yeah. over here. Yeah, let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, I got some things I want to. I got to come with him, uh, buddy. What uh, What's some technology or an app or device that you use for business or personal you couldn't live without? Oh, just my iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's simple. With us everywhere. I mean, it's I just got the iPhone computer. 6 Plus, man. It's awesome. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> place to eat or drink in Lansing um, or Kal- Kalamazoo? Tropo. 
Love it. Nice. That's my spot. Because we should get him a sponsor for a business machine. Huh? Somebody <laughs> wants to help New World Flood? Uh, it's newworldflood.org. Check it out. Our Facebook page, New World Flood, Twitter. Um, look us up. Simple T's? Simpletea.org. Look us up. <laughs> He's easy to find. Last question, man. It's yeah. a big one. You ready? Yeah. What do you hope or what do you think your legacy will be? What I hope um, my legacy will be one, one built out of truth that shows what's possible and one that will lead my child to know whether I'm here or not here to know that I, everything that I do is out of love and caring for him to have a chance to believe in himself. You heard it here, love and caring. New world flood. Tiny <laughs> raindrops, man, make a big, gigantic flood. Rainmaker. Rainmaker, Todd Duckett. <laughs> hey, man, thanks a lot Thank for you, coming. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Todd Duckett from New World Flood and Simple Tees, the rainmaker here in Lansing and in Kalamazoo. Awesome show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the other side. Peace.